Good homies, J and J every day. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I've been ready, man. I'm ready to talk some shit with you guys, man. Last time we linked up with J and J, we were in studio. It was super lit. We had a great time. Talked a lot of sports. Go check that out. It's on YouTube. Um, We got the collab earlier in the year. The last time, 2020. And this is what this is crazy to me, y'all. The last time 2020 was really, truly a good time for me was when we did that uh, that special at the barbershop because after that, Kobe passed, COVID came out, oh, man, all man, BS. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been a hard podcast if we had to do that if it went at Kobe passed. Nah, yeah. man. Nah, I, I, I don't think I could have done it, man. I don't think I could have oh, done it. Man. But we're back. Nah, that was, actually, that was actually like the last time we could have really been outside for real, for real, because like... It was that live show, and then I went to Mardi Gras, and then when I came back, it was all shut down. Yeah. It was, it was no going out, period. See how Crazy. things happen, man. Time flies. Shit, And now, well, he has, now Tim has a new barbershop, so... Oh, yeah, shout, show, out to, shout out to Tim. Where's the new barbershop going to be at? It's near the Home Depot. It's a car sheet from the Home Hill. Depot. All right, brother. Got gotcha, you, yeah. got gotcha. you. Right. You need to get in there. Yeah, man. So today we are back with some more NBA talk. Obviously, things are way different from the last time. Things are going to be coming back. Uh, they're going to be resuming from the quarantine pause. Uh, the NBA bubble in Orlando. Crazy, guys. Um, so the first topic that we got on this bubble, we're going to be talking about how the training camp starts. It starts a week from now. Do you all think that one month's time, 30 days, is enough time to prep for three months of high-intensity basketball, like end of the regular season, push towards the playoffs and playoffs. Who's gonna? Who, who do I? Who starts with this one? We'll go. We'll go J and J first. Um. Uh, I, do I think? No, I don't think it's enough time. Um. It's not enough time, but it's what it's what we have. Um. And it's what we can take right now. Uh, we all know it's not enough time. Like you said, it's not just basketball returning. It's basketball returning, and you're getting thrown into the middle of a playoff push. So it's eight high, like you said, high intensity, you know, uh, do or die game. So, no, um, there's no way 30 days could be, you know, enough for these players to prepare for that. Um, And that's not to be said for the new players that will be incorporated or being worked in as well. As we see some guys sitting out, we'll get to that. So it's not enough. um, It's not enough amount of time. Expect maybe some sloppy basketball. Um, God forbid any injuries, you know, but we'll, we'll just soft tissue listen. injuries, man. Yeah. We're, we're going to um, take what we can get. And hopefully, I think hopefully everything works out. I think it's not enough time, uh, for, for three reasons. First, uh, the first point, um, yes, playoff basketball is about to come up soon and they cut the season. Like, you know, I think eight games short or something like that. So it's extreme. Like it's the last week type stuff. Like you have to force yourself in there and then it's, straight up uh playoffs you know and um that's even intense and then well we're not even talking about the lebrons and people that's already in shape is going to stay in shape i'm talking about the sixth man or seventh man or eighth man that's been chilling the last couple months which is his fault you know what i'm saying he shouldn't have been chilling but he was <laughs> chilling the less and now he's you know what i'm saying out of shape not ready to run around like that that's my second point and third point is a lot of people are probably sick with covid and they don't have enough time, just like Jokic and them. I don't know if that's enough Damn. time for them to fully recover and be around people, but I don't think that's okay. They and say it's two weeks, though. 
Like once you get it to the recovery, that's what they're saying is two weeks quarantine. We'll get to that though. That that is that is one of the yeah. topics. We'll definitely get to that. I don't want to be around you. I don't care if the doctor you're cured. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> nah, so the doctor's thing too is he's been able to. He's he's gotten like a couple of negative tests in the past couple of days too since they found out. So you never know what what else could be going on with him. You said Jokic did. Yeah, Jokic had a couple of negative tests. So when did he get the positive test? Early was it today's Wednesday, right? I think it was like Sunday or Monday that he got diagnosed, or that they came out that he got diagnosed. I'm confused. I mean, <laughs> it's a day-to-day thing, though. Like, I was watching boxing the other day, and that's what the guy said. He's like, these team sports, I don't know how it's going to happen. Because you could test negative on Monday. Wednesday, you just got to hope you test, you feel me, negative again. So I don't know how this going to work. Yeah, man. Uh, as far as the, the COVID situation goes, I feel y'all 100%. Like, I don't think any of these players are going to be super comfortable being sharing a locker room and, like, sweating on each yeah. other and things like that. It's going to affect the level of play for sure. So we just got to wait and see what happens with that. And that leads us into topic number two, which is Jokic. No, uh, Jokic actually had his father – his father confirmed that he was tested positive for covid and Malcolm Brogdon also came out and said that he tested yeah. positive as well. And they're both still yeah. planning to oh, yeah. play. So I guess we further go Brogdon, into this topic hey, about Brogdon. players being comfortable and how much is this going to affect the level of play in your guys' opinion? I don't know. To me, I feel like, uh, well, well, this also depends on whether or not they're going to be allowed to let Jokic play if he's cured or whatever. I mean, if they said, yeah, they said he's negative now and they're allowing him to play, then then that's the route that they're going to take. But to me, I feel like if he's not allowed to play, I don't think it's fair for Denver Nuggets fans that he's not like that, that they're going to continue without him or just say LeBron is out. You know what I'm saying? Say LeBron has it. Doesn't that, in essence, cancel the whole season? Oh, or for does, sure. Or, 100%. We have to go without LeBron. I'm not. I don't Look, in the I'm, NBA, LeBron's word is the law. If he says the yeah. NBA shouldn't come back, they will cancel the season. Just like uh, I think Patrick Beverly was saying, right? Yeah, Beverly said it's got to be true, but um, <laughs> nah, I don't man. know. I mean, I'd definitely be worried if I was anybody else. Um, rings be damned, season be damned, like money be damned. It's a lot to worry about and it's a lot to think about. And I give credit to anybody that wants to sit out the season right now in terms of just like wanting to be healthy, in terms of not wanting to uh, endanger their family and their kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um and if the if the season were to get canceled, I don't know if I'd be okay with it, but I certainly understand, you know. Why wouldn't you be okay with it? Just because I want to see like a clear cut winner, you know. I don't want to. I don't. That went out the window already. That that went out the window the second the season got canceled and they went to Orlando. Whoever wins the championship this year will have an asterisk next to it. Even if the Lakers win it, LeBron is going to get a lot less credit for a finals win if they get it. Imagine imagine the field day that Skip will have. Skip Bayless will go ham on LeBron if they win the championship. This is not a – like, you already know. You already know. So – Nah, because then think about it like this. Ten years from now, when you think about it, you're going to be like, oh, man, that COVID-19 season we had, man, that was crazy. Think about all we had to go through, this, that, and the third. Yeah. Think about the fact that X amount of people got sick and we were lucky enough to, you know, stay together and actually play the full thing out. I felt like it would be good. I feel like the further away we get from it, the more, more credit he might get. And it gets for it, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, people might realize, you know, yeah, everything man. that he did have to navigate because this is this has never happened before. Yeah, that's, so, always, that's always the case. Whoever does win the title, you know, they're gonna have to. Yeah, it's unorthodox, but they would have overcome a lot. Maybe integrating new players, losing key players, you know, so uh, avoiding injuries for major players. So we'll see. Exactly. Um, that Jokic thing, though, I don't know. I feel Listen, like I would be comfortable with it, but. To be honest with you, man, the way that this COVID thing has been going, like, you can treat it, right? But to me, I think it's more troublesome that he lost so much weight because that was one of the key things in his game. That people are need to think about more. His his size is way more way way more of a bigger concern of mine than the COVID. COVID is treatable. He'll get past that. But this body thing, man, you got got to work on that. This these players really took it super super lax. I so say he lost a lot of weight because yeah. he lost so much weight, and so did James Harden. And now they're yeah, gonna be able to like be a little more yeah. lateral. You know what I mean? That, that was Joker's one of his downfalls. Really good, but you know, foot speed and lateral quickness um, across the lane. You know, he wasn't. He's yeah, not he the most. Good. He's not the most fleet of foot mm-hmm. big guy down there. So to Brooks' point, losing the weight or the you know shedding that body fat, uh, that might actually play to his advantage, make him a little quicker. That's what you want to see from right now is that they actually like We'll see about that, man. But the next topic I have is an interesting one. I really want to get your guys' thoughts on this. I'm going to start with J&J on this. How do you guys feel about this Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell thing? Do you think that this uh, rift that was created by them initially being the patient zeros in the NBA, do you think that they've work past that and that they can play at a high level or do you think it's still kind of sitting in the air? Uh, I think it's I think it's dealt with, especially now because, like, as many people as, who has COVID, man, I'm like, yeah, he was irresponsible, yeah, it was stupid, but, man, it's been months now and a lot of people have that joint, man. A lot of people. Like, I was joking the other day, I was like, they might as well start a league of the people with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> If you have if you don't have it, stay home. If you have it, go ahead and play in the league. Go ahead and play around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um I'm I, I agree. I think if, if it's still lingering in the air by now, um I don't that that to me might say more about them. I get it. I get Mitchell can still be upset about it, but for it to affect them on the court at this point, um, I think they got to be past that. Yeah. I'm still interested to see once the season's over, though. I still am interested to see what, you know, if anything, they might do with Gobert. Because I, I understand if he's still upset about it. I do. Because um, it was it was still reckless and careless no matter how many people got it now. You know, it was still irresponsible. For sure. But uh, on the court, man, they got to be good, man. You got a chance at a title. You're, they're a contender. They got to they gotta get it together. Honestly, for me, man, I'm, I'm going to go off the back of that, like, you, you can be good with somebody off the court, or on the court, rather. You know, Kobe and Shaq were able to do it. Donovan Mitchell and, and Rudy Gobert can do it, not to compare the four. But, you know, you got to be able to have a working relationship. Um, I could hate Pedro one day and love him the next, but I'm still be able to work with him, you know. So I think it just matters more what they do on the court, you know, being able to get that pick and roll going, being able to defend. So I expect that they're okay now. They got to look at it as a business relationship at this point, man. They have a I'm lot of... Jason, I'm going to hit him in the face. <laughs> Bro, they... We can do that, but when the lights come on, man, oh, yeah. we got... Let's go. The thing that I, I really the hope they're past this because, man, they, they are the two, two best players on one of the best squads in the league with one of the best coaches 
that yeah. that team is different, man. They are geared up to. They could have done something if the season didn't uh, didn't cancel like that or didn't get postponed like that. But we will see moving forward what happens with the dynamic duo out west with them two. The next topic is a Lakers topic. Jay uh, uh, Jay Green's favorite team. So Avery Bradley, he recently said he's not going to come back to the Lakers, and now they're looking to possibly sign J.R. Smith. They already signed Dion Waiters off of waivers, right? So what does this mean for the Lakers where Avery Bradley, one of their best defenders on the perimeter, is not coming back? Does it? How badly does this affect the Lakers, or does it not affect? I don't know why you would want to sign J.R. Smith when he already effed up a couple of finals ago. Bro, you know, the Henny game, the Henny game. Dude, this, yeah, he still available. Jamal Crawford is still available. Why get someone that you cannot rely upon to come back and play? That's just, that's just how I feel about it. Man, me, uh, I'm not really hoping for J.R. Smith. I'm really hoping for Jamal Crawford. But if J.R. Smith does come, then oh well, man. We're gonna try to get the chip anyway. We got LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's all we need, man. I really, I really don't even want the uh, the season to start though, because I really, I really feel like players are gonna get really sick. I don't think it's safe. Out yeah, there. I just don't think. I, I just think a lot of people are gonna get it. And then I can even bring up the uh, the social injustice issues that they shouldn't even be playing anyway. But just just because it's a pandemic, man, if, it is not that serious. But for your question, Avery Bradley. Listen, I think that's a big loss. I think that's a huge loss. Because um, you look at the Lakers, you look at the perimeter defenders, and you take Avery Bradley away. Um, I mean, besides LeBron, uh, I mean, I don't know who else jumps out at you. Obviously, AD, I mean, he's a jack of all trades. But I'm just, you know, uh, win guys, there's no – Avery Bradley, was he's a primary defender. And don't do my um, man Kuzma like that, man. I'm going to do Kuzma <laughs> like that. Cause yeah, like, man, Kuzma's not showing us enough, man. man. You don't want them out there. So with Avery Bradley being down, <laughs> J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters, they're cool. Even Jamal Crawford is cool. But um, defensively, they're not going to give you anything near what Bradley brought you. And if they do face, you know, a Rockets team or a Clippers team, um, shoot, even, even a Jazz team or something like that, with the weapons on the perimeter, um, they're going to really miss Avery Bradley, man. Uh, that puts more on the plate of LeBron James on top of what he already has. Even on the offensive um, side, right? Yeah, offensive side as well. But, you know, defensively for me, that's why he really rings a bell in my ear. It's on the defensive side. But I don't know. To me, these playoffs is very funny anyway. It's a lot of players that's moving teams um, that are low-key right now because it's like it's underground news. Real, real yeah, Tyler like, Johnson just signed with the Nets, I believe. Yeah. David Yaba, I think he's on the Rockets yeah, just now. Picked up the Rockets. Even though he is, he might not even play these playoffs. It's, just, you know, people, just a lot people, of people are signing backup players, contingency plans. They're you know preparing for whatever. Yeah, yeah 17 yeah. players a lot on the roster right now. So you have to think about a lot. Yeah, this, this is going to be interesting, man, to see who actually goes. We need to actually wait it out and see if this is going to happen. You know, what if in the, what if something comes out, too many players get sick before the start? Like, what, what, is there any likelihood that the season just gets canceled altogether where they cancel the resumption yeah. in the bubble? Yeah. Me, what would you, uh, give me, like, me, a percentage. Anything. To me, I already thought if Jokic doesn't come back, if Jokic isn't ready, I don't think that they should start the season. Am, am I wrong? Is that wrong? Is that wrong? He's a star player. 
He's a star player on one of the top teams, on one of the he contenders. Is, and so me, I, I not to put him on LeBron's level, but that's like the LeBron of their team. Like kind of effed up LeBron... because he's not LeBron, and that's why they're not yeah. giving him that say, same bro, respect. That's it's not LeBron. Not stop the show, man. Yeah, but like, back. what if LeBron or Anthony Davis is 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 too sick to come? Yeah, the only one sure man can stop it is LeBron. Oh. That's it. Yeah, LeBron is the only Anthony Davis. What, what's the percentage Anthony, on the season? If Anthony Davis is not ready, I don't want I don't want them to play because we're not winning that ring. I really think it's fifty fifty at this point. I, I really was leaning more towards the starting, but as as you know, the noise with Kyrie ramped up amongst we don't want to play because of, you know the social and injustice right now. Now players dropping out. Obviously, Avery Bradley had a good reason. I think his son had respiratory issues in the past, mm. um, so he had reason. Um, but we just might keep seeing more and more of that. Um, and if we see that, oh, man, I'm still at fifty fifty. But the cases in Florida have been ramping up as well. And Texas, so they're, that's they're spiking thing up that so much that they're probably Texas is shut through the roof. So that's another thing they got to look at. I don't listen. I don't think team sports should happen. I think boxing, UFC, you know. Those things, they're manageable. One person doesn't, like in boxing, one person gets it, just wipe them, wipe that card out, move the cards up. In basketball, you can't. This next man up thing is cool until, like you guys said, man, until the Jokic gets it or LeBron gets it, until the star gets it. It's, there's, there's no next man up for that. Let's say Giannis gets it. How can we even do the, the Eastern Conference? And say they get it during, it's all, say that everything is going fine and we're in the finals. And then they get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm sorry. I don't know. It's all good. It'll be a real, um, be real difficult, man. Real interesting to see. I feel like 50, 55, 60% of the, of the league getting the, t- getting the disease. Mm-hmm. Someone big like Giannis or LeBron. Oh, they're going to have to. tight number. That's half the league. I'm yeah. talking 25%, 30%. That should clear it up. I feel like that's easy to manage, though. 25%. You know what I mean? That's still a majority of the league being able to do it. But if you have more than half the league out there being sick and maybe like two, maybe like 10, 15 players are like deadly, like they're on a respirator or something like that, yeah. you're really going to have to consider it. Like that's going to be that's a, a PR disaster. And then like what that. happens next? Once these guys get out, they're going to start bringing up G League guys to play in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to be whack. Like people are that's not going to. Yeah, that affects the And then to go back on what you said a couple seconds ago, you could be asymptomatic. I, I, this is this is not dealing with sports enough. But D.L. Hughley, he's a comedian. Um, just a couple of days ago, or maybe might have been yesterday or something, he was on stage and he passed out. And the doctors told him he was asymptomatic. Like, you know, you could be asymptomatic and still have some issues, and you know, something could still go wrong, and you just don't know because most of these doctors don't even know how to deal with this yet. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's, to me, it's very. How do y'all? I want to ask. How do y'all fit? Oh, go ahead. I just want to ask you guys this. So we know that the disease doesn't travel as well outside. Would you want to see the NBA go back to like back in the day type of stuff where they play outside and they have less of a chance to make it to like allow all the stuff to travel as instead of you know doing it inside of an arena or whatever it may be. That would be pretty fun because then you could let uh, fans in, but they won't do that. It would be fun, but no. It wouldn't be for good the for their money. Of, yeah, it's all about the money. The, it's all about yeah, the money. Yeah, you can't sell them tickets. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 I don't think players The amount of people that will watch that shit for free, drones, yeah, helicopters, yeah. climbing up, yeah. like apartments, yeah. shit like, nope, nope. Yeah. It's all about the money. That's how you say, yeah. 
I think players might even be opposed to that. I'm talking about getting shot. You did, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about as you a player. You know, injuries too. As a hooper, you know, man, playing on the asphalt is is yeah. it works Different. on your knees. You can't dive. You yeah, can't dive when you land. So it'll but be that's can, a good. But people have had courts out there. Like hardwoods. Even so, even so, it's a money thing. What do y'all think about teams that are maybe, you know, the season's going to start, but they're not in playoff contention? Um, someone mentioned bringing up G League guys. They might just be bringing in young players and using this as like a, a training camp period, not even trying to risk, you know, their, um, you know, big uh, key players. We mentioned Berton's not playing for the Wizards. That's a good team. You know, if Shoot. I'm them, I'm just playing young guys. I'm using these A games as a training camp period. <laughs> not the whole even, season's been a training pretty camp. Pretty much. <laughs> So, yeah, that's another thing you got to look at. Essentially, like, tryouts. They're just trying to get a little bit of rep in the league right now. Right now, it's hey, like all eyes John, are on the NBA back, as soon like, as it comes back. No, I don't think John Wall's coming. I don't think anybody who's, like, been severely injured is going to come back during. Because, again, yeah. these are high, these are high pressure game. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I was just looking at the standings. The Nets are the seventh team in the East, meaning they are in playoff contention, right? And their two yep. star players are not going to play. That team goes from the mo one of the most exciting teams just off the duo alone, right? And then Spencer Dinwiddie and everybody else. That Ooh, team goes third best player, Karis LeVert. I don't know if he's healthy. The yet. thing is, the thing is that team goes from exciting, like title contender to essentially just like a throwaway like lottery team like no one's gonna really care like that yeah i mean i don't and i don't blame them again i think i'm gonna just keep going back to the eight games and the high pressure games um so i, I see why kd is not coming back um if it were eight you know regular pressure games i should say cool but eight games where folks are really scrapping trying to get in the playoffs nah you don't, God forbid, another Achilles, you know, freak injury happen. Or you just mess um, up your team's flow. Yeah. And, you're just hopping out there. And Kyrie, um, again, yeah, he's been party, injured they, all season. They're not going to come back anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, yeah man, I, like, I'm with team, you, though. Know, they could they could have made a sneaky run if they both came back. They could have made a real sneaky yeah. run in the East. And another thing I wanted to mention, I, I didn't even – this is something that we should probably take consideration is we should not underestimate 2020 of anything because 2020 has thrown us some things we have never experienced in our lifetime. So who's to say in the next month that something else doesn't happen? Just, you know, I'm not I, I don't want to speak this into existence and knock on wood here. But one thing that has definitely still continued is police brutality and all the, the mm -hmm. things that people have been protesting. It's, you know, grabbing attention, but it doesn't seem like a whole lot is really changing. They still have the same behavior. Who's to say that another George Floyd comes along with, you know, somewhat similar impact where people are just protesting, going crazy, and then the players just decide, you know what, nah, F this, we're not going to do it, you know. We need to, hopefully that doesn't happen, man. 2020 is yeah. just, 2020 has been a bitch. And that stuff happens every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they shouldn't man. even stop. They shouldn't even start the season if they want to take a stand like that. Anything, I don't. 
Definitely, yo, shout out to Dwight Howard and, and Kyrie Irving for, for being vocal on that, for sure. But, oh, yeah. Now, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, no, nah, I, I was just echoing on what you said. Yeah, so so the next thing that we have here is I wanted to ask you guys about a Laker favorite, man. They love Alex Caruso on Twitter, man. Why? What's the... Yeah, what what the is it about him that people like so much? Oh, I, like, I see he has some nice highlights. Oh, he has nice highlights every now and then, but what is it about him that's so... But well, why why on Twitter, though? Why, why can't somebody else that averages like four points a game be cool on Twitter? Is it because he's in L.A.? Because he plays with Braun? Nah, man. Oh, they see any <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so, so is he nah, really? I ain't gonna lie. All right, no, look. All right, so last year when he first came from, it was either the G League or he came from out of nowhere, man. He was just on the team. He was just coming in a few minutes. I was kind of getting annoyed by, I was kind of getting annoyed by all the uh, the highlight tapes and all that. I'm like, oh, man. Like, why are we doing? It's because we were losing last year, too. So I was really not having it. But this year, you know what I'm saying, he, he actually improved, like, actually improved. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. He's, he's actually a, he's great. A good, he's a good, he's good defender. Great. Bro, he's great, man. He is. Bro, he can damn that. No, don't mind him. Don't mind him, bro. No, nah, you he's can't He's tenacious. Lie. Great is a strong word. Great is a very strong word. He's a good player. He's a, like you said, he's a tenacious. He plays hard. He's underrated athleticism. Very athletic. You know what I'm saying? He buys into what the team does. To me, he's like a Della Vadova type player. Like, he equates to, like, Matthew Della Vadova to me. And Della Vadova was great in that one year he played with the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Curry stopper, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. Literally, his, his defense was incredible, man. Great. So, yep. hey, man, I, it was funny at first, but now, man. Homie went to the me. hospital, man. He went to the fucking hospital after checking Steph Curry, man. That's incredible, man. <laughs> he definitely deserves props for, for being on the Cavs those years, man. Same way, yo, I like Alex Caruso. I do, and I, I paid attention to him a little bit because I was, like, interested in finding out what the hype was about him. But... I was just wondering, like, why him? Like, why? Like, like, what? It, what did, who made him cool? Was it Lake Show Yo that made him cool? It's his dunks, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the it's dunks the that made him cool. He really the bald head. It's just. I, I'm not even a Lakers fan, but it's just. It's just him as a person. Just the way he looks, you don't expect him. And then to he's be going very unassuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't expect it from him. Like, but. He's, I don't know. He, yeah, he's a funny guy, man. He's a character. I like him. I they like tested him. him, too. That that shit was funny. He was, like, uh, photoshopped or whatever. <laughs> funny uh, guy, yeah, no, man. At first, I, I was annoying because he was coming in only doing that after, like, the third string, second string people. But, man, no, this guy, he doing that. He's jamming on starters and all that. I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, he's solid. He's I was good. like, all right. Run the highlight tapes, man. I'm really liking him. Yeah, so, man. It's like the Red Mamba from uh, from the Celtics back in the day. <laughs> Ryan Scalabrini, he was a fan favorite back then. Nah, so so the next thing I got up here for you guys is this. The Wizards are out. Their shooter, Davis Burton's. They're still playing. Is there any point in the Wizards still being there? Like, who's coming back? Is Bradley Beal coming back? Training camp. You use it as a training camp. They didn't have a shot to begin with. You see what you yeah. got on that roster, and you, I mean, you should know what you got, but I, I, I don't know. There's no point in them bringing They were going to get swept. Like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was surprised when um they were even in the restart yeah. to begin with. What's more they surprising, been... the Wizards being there or the Suns being there? The Suns, that's oh. crazy, man. 
I, the Thank Western Conference was a little bit more fishy, man. That was a little bit more fishy. But well, I think they thirteen uh, I teams. Think, I think they yeah they tweaked the rules, so um, Zion is definitely gonna be in the restart. Let's talk about Zion. Okay. Let's talk about Zion, man, because Zion, he's good. He's twenty three and twenty three point six points per game. But really, that's off of, like, really small minutes. He, he's averaging, like, per 48, like, crazy-ass numbers. Do you think, yeah, that, yeah. Do you think yeah. that he can come in and take the Pelicans, like, for somewhat of a nice little ride in the playoffs? If he did, no. Gumbo. Shit. The first team they got to play is either the Clippers or the Lakers. Good luck. Yeah, True not – just simply not be – yeah, no. One, because of the circumstances. And two, because of their schedule coming down the stretch. Um, but mostly because of the circumstances, man. In these circumstances, I just don't. If it, more ideal circumstances, smooth season, I think okay, they might be able to take a team or two by surprise. But when these circumstances, man, him just being so young and being a young team, even uh, the Nuggets, I, even the nuggets so, I can't even put it past the Nuggets. Even if they got lucky and got to the sixth seed, I don't think so. The Nuggets are whooping them. Damn, I don't man. have them. what a what a rookie year for that guy, man. He he sits out until January, comes back, comes out, dominates for ten games, becomes one of the most popular players in the entire league, and then COVID comes out. And they're still, fu- you know what? They put that little play-in competition between them and the Grizzlies, which are probably the eight and nine. I found that interesting. They did that because they want Zion in the playoffs. They want him to go up against either LeBron or or the Clippers because it's going to be amazing for ratings. Zion, LeBron, it's so marketable. I'll tune into that. We'll definitely be talking our asses off about it if that happens. So, but. Sure. Who do you guys take in a play-in competition on the eight and nine seed? If it were to end today and the playoffs start tomorrow, we got Zion going up against John ja Morant and the Grizzlies. Who do you think comes out of that? You know what? Yeah. And I'm gonna backtrack because all all season long, man, I've been talking. I've been talking cash cash stuff about the uh, about the Portland Trailblazers and how CJ McCollum's been. He's having a down year. I didn't believe in him. No way. No how. This sad and the third. I'm, t- I'm, I'm saying this because you old because you skipped them and you went to Memphis and the Pelicans. Man, JC, I actually have them in the playing game. <laughs> I have them as one or two. But if it was a Pelicans Grizzlies playing game, I would go with. Oh man, I have the. Uh, I gotta go. With the, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies, man. It's too, um, I've been on the Grizzlies all season. Uh, I just think they're the better team. Currently, um, Pelicans might have more talent, but the Grizzlies are definitely the better team. How I think they have more experience. The Pelicans got JJ Redick, they got Brandon Ingram, Zion, JJ Redick, and they got Drew Holiday still. That's a tough lineup. No, 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 no. I meant, I meant, um, how is uh, the the Grizzlies a better team? Um, I like John Moran. Uh, I like Jonas Valanciunas down low. Um, Jaron Jackson as well. I think their front court. I love Zion, but man, that front court. Parent, Jackson's a sleeper. Think, yeah, Josh, yeah, that's a the, Josh, that's, the best rookie point guard out right now too. I mean, he's already proven everything he, he needs. He was to my rookie of the year. Point. Even with Zion coming fast on his heels, he was my rookie of the year. I think you guys um, are forgetting how Dylan full Brooks. the team of the the Pelicans team. No, is, I'm man. not. I'm not that's forgetting earlier. Has had these guys, you feel me, in the playoffs all season for a reason. I get Zion's been out for a lot of the season, um, and a lot of the other players. You feel me? Jackson, it, it, Hayes, 
and that's another and that's another reason why I'm taking Memphis. They are coming back, but for how long? These guys, they're injury prone guys. That even Drew Holiday, I love him to death. They're injury prone guys, man. That I don't I, a long layoff and now you're high intensity basketball. I love him. I'm not betting the house on Lonzo. Not Zion, man. definitely not Zion. Exactly. That's why I would go Memphis. Well, I, I think this is unfair to Memphis because they fought hard for this playoff spot all, all year. But in this play in an unfair season. In this play in, um, the Pelicans are definitely gonna whoop them two times in a row. Watch that. I, I nope. had the Grizzlies. I'm going Grizzlies but, too, man. I'm going Grizzlies too. But to burst the bubble, I actually would have um, Alonzo, Memphis, and, and Lonzo, uh, Jackson Hayes coming off the bench with uh, with, with Zion in that joint and Drew Holiday, bro. They're gonna be killing them folks, bro. Bro, it's going. It's, listen, I, I can't. I really hope. I hope the season too. happens and we get to see that either that or Portland. So I think Portland's gonna come on strong. Portland better not make it boring for us because they're gonna actually make a real run. If they... Yeah, that's why. That's why. Like Damian Lillard, we love Zion and John. They're Moran, gonna make it so boring and take out all the young guys. They're they gonna not, make another run. They get to the uh, Lillard, so. Eastern Conference Finals and lose their joint. Nah, man. Look, I'm gonna tell you why I take the Grizzlies before we before we uh, move on with that. So I'm gonna take Grizzlies because John Morant and, and this is another thing about John Morant. John Morant, if he does not win Rookie of the Year, that's so disrespectful. If they give Zion Rookie of the Year off 10 games, that would be the, the meanest, robbery, most disrespectful thing ever of all time in NBA history. I'll take, I'll take the Grizzlies as a more solid, put-together squad. They've played together more than, than the Pelicans have at full strength. So, And I, and I got John Morant just going star for star. He's going to endure more of this... Uh, you know, he's going to be in better shape, I feel like. I've seen him working out more. I haven't seen too much Zion and really how he looks right now or what he's been up to. But I've been seeing John Moran. He's working. He's ready. You know, And I think that he's going to take this challenge and step up. Because to me, he got that killer in him. Like If he goes up against Zion, he's not going to go like that. They're not going to lose two in a row like you're saying. They're not going to get whooped. They're going to put up a good fight. It'll, it'll be like a close one. But I'll take Grizzlies in a close one. Hilarious, but they got their schedule coming down the stretch is uh is tough, man. So that's yeah, one of the tough. It's the toughest, isn't it? Yeah, toughest I think. That schedule might bite them in the butt. So that might be their downfall. Um, is that 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 down schedule down the stretch? Yeah, definitely got to keep that in consideration. Hopefully, we get this season, man. We get to see this play out. Yeah, man. So the NBA bubble, Orlando, shit is crazy, man. Unprecedented times, you know. All the the the, uh, the protests have been going on, the social issues. It's just a crazy 2020 that we live in. But I'm glad that we did this, man. Like part two, part two with uh, Hear Me Out podcast, J and J every day, man. Had it popping on the Skype, but we got it popping regardless. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Why don't we? Uh, y'all got anybody you want to shout out in this uh, before we before we close it out? Uh, nah, man. Shout out to everybody yeah, out there, man. Listen, On your right. side, man. Shout out to all y'all fans. Yeah, man. We big shout out y'all, to y'all. Man. Big shout out to y'all fans. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to the fans. Shout, shout out to it. everybody that was um uh, that was out there protesting because yep. of big you or out. us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, y'all still. Yep, yep. Shout out, out to everybody, there. man. Keep going out. Yeah, keep up the keep up the the good fight, man. Uh. Shit, I got actually one more topic, but we can talk about this off camera. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it off camera. But 
JJ <laughs> every day. Is it, is it bad? Is it? It's about the NASCAR dude. That's definitely off camera. Off camera, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll cut that part out. I'll cut that part out. All right, so hear me out, podcast J and J every day part two. Uh, if you like the content, subscribe to both channels and put the link of their uh, channel in my bio and the SoundCloud. Everything you can find them is going to be in the description. So check it out down there. Hot Media man, he's been working hard on Brooks man. Tell us what you've been up to man before we wrap this up because you've been you've been busy man. Let us know what's up. Busy, busy, just writing about uh, the Wizards Mystics uh, protest last weekend. Davis Bertans uh, jumping out, got some things pitching for him. So be on the lookout for whenever they post it, and I'll be putting on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah, man, follow well, us. That's where you find everything. You yeah. gotta get us on your. You gotta get us on your <laughs> yes, podcast, man. You be out there podcast jump. You gotta get us on the other joint, man. Yes, sir. The Wizards Junkies joint. Yeah, y'all <laughs> can come on tomorrow for real, for real. Right, y'all be on the radio, ain't Say it? no more. Yeah, man. Hey, and, and shout out to the J&J merch, man. Cop the hats, the shirts. Oh, Go check that, them out, bro. man. They got they got the colorways. I'll put it up on the screen. It's in the description. Go check out their merch, man. Hoodie's on the way. Hoodie's coming in, I think, this Saturday. Hoodie's coming. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll see you all next time. And see you in the next episode. Bang. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Shit, guys. So, hey, uh, do you have the audio of this joint? Where you at? Hold on. Can you separate the audio of this joint somehow? See the next episode. Bet, man. I'm going to need all that. I need all that.